existence In existence, join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match us Here's how we practice Hey guys, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And we are both huge liars because we said we were going to do a music one this week, and we're not. Somebody had, uh, I don't know, life plans going on this weekend. and. Hey, I asked if you could do it yesterday, and you said no. Huh? What? Oh, were you referring to yourself? No, I was referring to you. <laughs> wow. And I'll edit wow. this to make sure it reflects that. Look in a the mirror. There's always four fears looking back. That's true. Uh, not the thumb. Thumb is blind. That that everybody knows. Like justice, the thumb is blind. The thumb is the justice of the body. I guess that's a saying. Have you seen? Not to get political right away, but have you seen that picture of Trump from the G7 summit? No. Oh yes, I probably have. If yeah. Oh my god. That's such a funny picture. What a fucking doofus. The first time I saw it, I really thought it was a Photoshop just because of the way the heads are. I mean, not his pose, but even that. But the <laughs> the image just looks like the – it just looks Photoshopped. What's his name? The What's the guy that was the – I forget his position now with the mustache. He was the UN guy for under George W. Bush. What is it? Is he uh, – Oh, yeah. Uh, Bolton. John, John Bolton in the background looks like his head has been Photoshopped in. Well, he, he always looks like that, I think. He always looks like his head's been photoshopped in. Yeah, man. I, I don't... Uh, it's weird. Like, I, I don't know how his supporters are supporting him still only be, because of the economic... Like, you're now you're fucking up trade with our allies. I don't know. Whatever. Who fucking cares? Let him keep screwing the country and... Maybe we'll get some change. Probably not. Anyway, uh, wait, did you guys have an election? Nope. A midterm? No. We had a primary a couple weeks ago, but I'm not a registered primary. in you're not... a party. Oh, you're not? So I, don't vote. I don't vote in the primaries. Why, why don't you register for a party? Yeah, I was Green Party for a while until they went off the fucking rails. Um, nah, fuck it. I just vote Democrat. I used to think, hey, let's get some more parties in there. Now I'm just like, no, let's. It's never going to happen. It's fucking. I just don't like getting all the mail. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my God. Yeah. The weeks leading up to the election, it was, uh, it's like I don't even want to look in the I, mailbox. I guess that means I don't have a voice in the primary, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, who cares? Um, although, yeah, it's true for the primary. You yeah, it, it, I should care, but I vote in the general election. That's what I care about. That's weird because I feel like I got a primary. Uh, I got to vote in the primaries when I was green. Yeah, California has open primaries. Oh right, you, uh, that that would be the difference, I suppose. Mhm. That's pretty recent, though. I think the open primaries for California. I think it used to be closed. Yeah, I think it did too. I don't remember. Because um, what was there was an election, uh, the 2000 election. I voted in California, 
And that I think that was a close primary because I remember specifically, or maybe it wasn't, but I do remember voting for Bill Bradley over Al Gore. Good one. You would have won. You're part of the problem. How so? This is the primary. I'm not not like I voted for me. Uh, anyway, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm all right. You know, I mean, still got the spleen, which I'm trying to <clears throat> get the doctors to remove. They they refuse. I don't know. It's like the appendix. It's like a vestigial organ. They still won't take it out. But other than that, I'm doing fine. You know, it's not really fair to call the appendix unnecessary when you look at a book. Appendixes of books are very, very necessary. Eh, I never read them. That's the first thing I read. The appendix? Mm-hmm. So then you don't have to do it as you read along in the book. You're like, oh, I remember that. Exactly. Yeah, that's smart. I'm actually a big fan of footnotes. I like footnotes. Um, did I tell you when I was in... Fuck. You dog watching? That was a dog. Yep. Um, when I was in uh, college, I for this was back when you could still do this kind of thing. But like uh, for cultural anthropology class, we had to do a report and we had to like do a bibliography at the end and stuff. And I just made up the entire bibliography. <laughs> it's great. What do you mean you could you could do that now? Why not? Oh, I don't know. I think it's e- way easier to check. Just go online and be like, is this an actual book? Oh, I don't. Yeah, I guess. But I don't. Even back then, I don't think it was that hard to check. I just most professors didn't bother. Teachers didn't bother. Yeah, that's probably. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. How's things going with you? There's nothing going on here. Going to see Bill and Sebastian and the Go-Go's. That's exciting. Not together. Where's Bill? Bill? That would be a fun (laughs) grouping. One stage once. Where is Bell and Sebastian playing? They're both playing at the Fox. Is that a venue you like? Yeah, yeah, it's here in Oakland. It's it's nice. That's it's nice. old uh, Art Deco theater that they redid to to have events there. Um, it was just that's like, cool. I, yeah, standing like there that. for the longest time, empty and rotting, and you know. That's better than Philadelphia. They had an awesome old. Art Deco Theater that was staying there empty for the longest time, and then a couple groups, like charitable groups, tried to buy it as to turn into a like a old movie theater, like just showing old movies, and they were turned asunder by a condo developer who bought it and fought for like five or six years to build condos, and he finally lost, and that and now it's taken forever to knock the building down because I don't know why. You think he was so eager to get the building up, he just do it very quickly. I know. I don't know how you get stuff like historical status um, yeah but you'd think stuff like that would be easier to do yeah i don't know <laughs> i saw a tweet recently where a woman said this is california is a parody of, of itself and it was a link to an article about a gas station in silver lake that was given historical status yeah it, it is it's especially funny in california where there is no history to speak of i mean philadelphia you, you guys have you know you have that oldest street in the u.s and you know, you have uh, the skeleton of uh, of Benjamin Franklin hanging next to the Liberty Bell and stuff, but untrue. He's still alive. Oh, that's right, because he he perfected uh, time travel. I forgot one of his many accomplishments. Started the first bank in the U.S. I, perfected I time think, travel. Invented I lightning. Don't, I don't mean to be a no, but he did not 
perfect time travel. He created the immortal elixir from the Fountain of Youth, and he guards it very jealously, but he's one of the ones who drank it. Oh, okay. Well, well, he also did that. He like the that movie, The Fly. The the that was based on him and his experiments, right? Didn't he become like half fly at some point? I guess he got better. Yeah, yeah. Well, the elixir probably did it. But yeah, here in California, we don't have any real history. I mean, there's the Mexican history from when California was in Mexico and the missions and stuff, but that's about it. No, but even stuff in the 40s, it, it, I that's think true. some of that stuff could be preserved, but I just don't think a gas station is something, especially when I read the article and it said there were historical features of these, like this chain of gas stations where they would, like, they all had like similar fixtures and colors and stuff, but unfortunately all that was painted over on this one, so the point of making it a historical uh, landmark doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I'm surprised they haven't made Pink's Hot Dogs a historical landmark. I've been there. Never been. I hear it's fine, but nothing to write home about. Well, it's a hot dog. Who writes home, anyway? Mm-hmm. Nothing to Skype your parents about. I hear that Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out with a PS4. I do not have a PS4. Me neither, but I did like the first two Kingdom Hearts games. Did you play those? Yeah. I always like, uh, oh my god, what are they called? Platform games? Shit, I can't remember right now. I guess. I guess that's that's what you'd call them, yeah. Yeah, it's not really an RPG. Well, it has RPG elements, elements to it. But yeah. Yeah, I haven't played a video game in years at this point. Once in a while, I get big into it, and then I just kind of put it away, which means I probably should not buy a PS4. Yeah, especially since, from what I can tell, there's really no benefit except that you can play PS4 games over the PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't. The PS3 is very good. Yeah, but apparently, apparently, with the PS4 is when they really took over the market. I don't know how well Sony's doing other things, but they kicked the Xbox's butt with the PS4 somehow. Oh, yeah, I don't know anything about Xbox, because I've never had one, so... Uh, I don't know. They all have the same fucking games, right? Like, what's... I don't know. There's usually exclusives. Yeah, no, yeah, I know, but... Basically the same games. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. They're coming out with the, uh, the Super NES, like, pack. What, the old school one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they did it a few years ago with a regular NES, I guess. And that sold like it sold it out in like two minutes. Yeah. So, are you excited about IHOP changing their name? Wait, Speaking so what is cakes? it? It's like IHOD or something. What the hell are they doing? Right now it's I H O P, and it's they're turning that P upside down and turning it I H O B. For International House of Breakfast. That's the or bacon. The scuttlebutt. It hasn't been announced yet for for sure, but the scuttlebutt is International House of Breakfast. Uh, no matter what they change your name to, I won't be eating there anytime soon. So, you go ahead, IHOB. Do you eat at chains? I try not to eat at chains if I can. I try not to. There's some good ones though that that I'm okay with. But yeah, if I'm in an area where, like, if I'm a, if it's road trip food, right? Yeah. Yeah, some small town. I I like. Yeah, it's you know what you're going to get, and you're in a hurry. And you, but even in small towns, I like to find the non-chain places. But yeah, here, yeah. Once in a while, 
once in a while eating a chain and they're not all bad that's there's different levels of good and bad yeah i think yeah. uh I, I always try to find like some local restaurant too it's easier out here because there's so many mexican restaurants that it's pretty easy for me to find someplace but philadelphia probably not as many there's a lot of good Mexican restaurants in Philadelphia. I know you like to say there aren't, but sorry to tell you, there's a lot of Mexican people who live here. Chipotle, Taco Bell. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't even know how Chipotle operates in California, where there are so many real Mexican restaurants, but I guess it's still popular. Yeah, uh, California doesn't. Oh, I think it's just the, just like, just like what's when you're in a big city and you have, oh, I forget the name, one of those, like Bucatini or one of those, what's the... Bucca de Beppo or whatever? Yeah, Bucca de Beppo or Maggiano's, one of those Italian restaurants. And it's like, you know, there's a locally owned family Italian restaurants that have been here for decades right down the street that you can go to. Yeah. It's just people just get used to something and they go back to it. I think that's just what it is. Same with Chipotle, same with McDonald's and all that. Yeah. I don't have... I have less of a problem with the like the Chipotle. I don't know. It's all kind of the same thing. I don't really have a problem with it. I just would rather not go there. Like I don't. I'm not outraged that they exist. I'm not outraged that they exist. I just yeah. I have no desire to eat in those places. Um, but uh, shit, what was I going to say? I, well, one thing I don't know how it exists anywhere is California Pizza Kitchen because. If there is one food that California is not known for, it's pizza, and that place proves it. Right? I agree. Yeah, you want New York or Chicago pizza, otherwise, you're you're just a fool. Like if they had a Idaho French fry place, I'm sure I'd, it would be it would make sense. But yeah, California Pizza Kitchen, Ugh. it's fucking disgusting. Have you, have you watched Claws? No, I don't even know what that is. It's a television show. Claws as in like a clause in a contract or Santa Claus or Kitty's Claws. It's a television show. Well, I'll let you figure out by the context of what the show's about, of a group of women who work in a nail salon. Oh, so it's like a uh, legal contract thing. Right. Got it. Right. No, I don't know what it is. It's a, wait, it's scripted or it's a reality show? scripted i've oh. never seen it i've seen ads for it and oh, thanks that's for bringing about it, it up. <laughs> well who's in it is anybody we know in it i don't think so it's on tnt i just thought of it i just was hoping you'd seen it nope no cable here man nishi nash is in it oh i like her what what do you know her from? I I, I recognize her, but I couldn't Reno think of what I know. Reno nine Ah, that's where I recognize her from. Yeah, I like her too. So I guess I might, probably should watch Claws. Yeah, she had a show on, I think on HBO too, or maybe it was Showtime. I think it was HBO, um, where she worked in like a, I think it was an old age home or something that was supposed to be pretty good. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I don't think the dogs like that show. Is maybe that... it's called. Oh, because it's called Claws. And not pause. Yeah. No, I think they were talking about the show you were talking about that they couldn't hear. Oh. Stupid dogs. I think there's another dog coming around that bothered them. They think they're like a Nielsen family, those dogs. Keep it down. Nobody cares about your opinion on our TV shows. Dogs. So you're not I was in the. 
No. Yeah. That's why you don't hear a squeaky squeaky chair. I think it's funny. That or maybe you, you do it. You go somewhere to watch dogs. Like, just fucking go over and take them out for a walk and go back home. Those dogs would be all right. That sounds like work. Well, moving your entire uh, operation to your house <laughs> my, sounds like work, too. My, my entire podcast empire? Yeah. Man, I swear to God, I see pod, like new podcasts have like, I don't know, three episodes, not famous people, and like 5,000 reviews on iTunes. I'm like, what are we doing wrong? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't do any promotion whatsoever. I saw like people put, uh, like they have podcasts that's starting in Philadelphia and they actually put like posters up on telephone poles to advertise for it. Now I that sounds well that like worked. work. Yeah. <laughs> It also sounds very old school. That's what social media is for, dummies. Is there anything in the world, aside from money, that would convince you to read the book by Bill Clinton and James Patterson? And there's, is there anything in the world that would convince you that those two wrote the book? Oh, I'm sure J- James Patterson wrote some of it. Um, yeah. No, I no, I have would have no interest in reading it. I mean, number one, it's just not my type of book that I read. Um. And, you know, James Patterson, while I think of him as like a total hack writer, at least he does good shit for good causes. Oh, does he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he gives like a million dollars every year, I think, to an independent bookstore or to a number of independent bookstores to support them. And yeah, no, I mean, which is really cool. So I can't I can't fault him for that. Um, no, I like that, but no, there's no, and I don't, I don't know why James Patterson would even do this. I mean, did, he didn't need the money. Why do you have to work with this guy? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's crazy how uh, Clinton's legacy has turned so harshly in the uh, aftermath of Me Too. But didn't you feel like it was turning before that? Like, just thinking back on what happened. Oh yeah, I mean, because even at the time. Myself, I was like, you know, I was like, ah, who cares? That's that has nothing to do with the presidency, blah blah blah. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm in a completely different frame of mind now. Yeah, I was talking about that uh, with oh, a friend of the show, Ivan, whose dog. So I'm watching about. Uh, is it because I'm older and wiser that my viewpoint has changed, or is the world changed and I just changed with it? Yeah, you've or, gone along with it. Both, all of the above. I think I mean, all of the above. I mean, I think. Yeah. I think we have hopefully become wiser just with age, but also I think, you know, the, the movement have made us more aware. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know. I saw him, I didn't see him on Colbert. I saw him on some other show and, Oh, it was a PBS news hour. Um, and, uh, yeah, Clinton just sounded, I don't know. He, he sounded, didn't sound like his old self. He, he didn't seem very confident and he was like, kind of stumbling with his words and stuff. That was weird. He's a jackass. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I've always, not always, but since I've known about it, kind of blamed him for not doing anything in Rwanda too, which was a much bigger deal than the Monica Lewinsky thing. Um, But, you know, yeah. Whatever. I wish Obama would... uh, Write something. a book with James Patterson? Yeah, right. No, with uh, Mary Higgins Clark. No, oh. well, he has, does have that Netflix show coming. 
or I mean, he has he's, has produ- production credits for a Netflix show that's coming, and I'd really like it. That I think everyone kind of thinks it's going to be like political documentaries, but I, I really would love it if it was just a bunch of like really dumb sitcoms. It's like Between Two Ferns, yeah. Um, oh, no, he's not too. in them. He, he's not in them, but he's no, I know. But yeah, but yeah, he, he gets Ackerman to be a producer on one. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it's a weird trajectory for a former president. I mean, I would. I would like to see him doing some more like Jimmy Carter type stuff. I think, you know, uh, humanitarian stuff. But whatever. I don't know. What do you, what do you expect from? What more can you ask from these people? I guess it'd be interesting to see what his legacy will be twenty years on. I can't. Um, it's, I don't think it's going to be anything but good. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, I don't know, you've been watching any, did you watch Kimmy Schmidt, all of it? No, no. I watched a little bit of Kimmy Schmidt, I watched a little bit of uh, uh, Arrested Development, but not all of either yet. Oh, how's Arrested Development? I haven't even, like, I know, I'm sure I'll watch it at some point. It really was it's turned not off by that, you know? It's not great? Yeah. I did, in uh, well, it did help me appreciate the context a little better when I read the interview with oh, i don't know how to say her name maybe the actress who plays maybe yeah yeah alia shawkat i think alia i don't know yeah alia shawkat and uh, she put a, a good perspective in it and that she described it as i mean it doesn't they're still jerks but at least they apologize but she described it as um a private conversation that was happening in public and it was unfortunate which i think is that's fair they should have hashed all that out before they went on and I think that's what happened. They were doing they they were giving road answers to the the tambour stuff all the way. Who's already a jerk, right? And then the, the just I think probably they're doing press all all the time, and it's just they decide to expand on it, and they were just in defense mode. And uh, yeah, it's it's I agree. It really turned me off at first, but I still watched it. And it, it's not I don't know if it's the writing or if maybe the show is past past its time but it's not as good as it used to be but there are some really funny parts and not surprisingly to me the all the funny parts that oh what is surprisingly is job's parts aren't that funny but um michael sarah and uh tony hale's parts are as hilarious as ever so that's oh good. that's good i think uh i mean i loved the first three seasons and the fourth season i just straight up didn't like so i'll see i'll see how i feel about this new one um, I watched it in the new format. And I did like it, but like I said last week, it, I didn't remember a lot of it. So who knows? Uh, yeah. What else have I been watching? Nothing. Um, oh wait, did I tell you about uh Twelve Monkeys on mm-hmm. Hulu? Yeah, he. I, I don't know. You might like that. We're like in the in between period now. I guess we got our uh, we got to do our. Uh, fall preview episode at some point i don't know yeah when i was come out i was just thinking that yeah that's gonna be exciting this one this year only because of the three michael sure shows although i mean two of them we won't even be talking about because they're not new oh, that's true uh, but, yeah. and the new magnum pi we'll talk about that oh fuck i keep forgetting that's a thing who's who's in it mm. it nobody really that we know i mean who's playing magnum pi I, I don't know him from anything else, so I, I can't say if he's somebody famous. He might be, and I just don't rot, watch the show he used to be on. And nobody else that I recognize from what I remember. 
also his name's not Magnum PI. I don't know why I said that. That's his <laughs> his name and his uh, middle and last initial. Thomas Magnum is being played by Jay Hernandez. Jay Hernandez. Perdita Weeks is playing Juliet Higgins. So they they'll all switch there. Yeah, Higgins seems like a real good uh, Hispanic name for her. What? I don't know. Who... Oh, the the guy from Happy Endings isn't it playing Rick? So the funny guy. Well, everybody was funny in Happy Endings. Wait, which guy? The guy that was Holy single. Shit, he dude. Did... IMDb. What the fuck are you doing? Who me? Yeah, you don't have his name. Oh, Zachary Knighton. Oh no, that's, that's his... not the guy. That's not the funny guy. <laughs> I can't think of the funny guy. The funny guy is, uh, well, there's two. There's Damon Wayans Jr. And no. uh, he's funny. I you said don't the think... funny guy. You don't think Damon Wayans Jr. is funny? I honestly don't, no. Did you watch Happy Ending? Yeah. I didn't oh, think it was all that great a show, to be honest. But It was an okay show, but Damon Wayans Jr. was hilarious in it. So I think your your opinion is already invalid. But the funny guy's name is Adam Pauly. Adam Pauly. Oh, my God, dude. You, I'm gonna see if that episode's online. I've never told you about it before, but when uh, Craig Kilborn, wait, what was the name? Craig Ferguson left the Late Late Show. They did uh, it was him and Adam Pauly and and uh, what's his name? Why am I blanking? Zachary Knighton, Damon no. Wayans Jr. No, no, uh, fucking Jean Ralphio. Oh, I yeah, they did it. They did an episode of that that was maybe the funniest thing I'd ever seen on a late night talk show um i we got to find if that's on youtube because if it is i'll i'll send it to you um anyway. i'll i will watch that and enjoy it but i will give all the credit to ben schwartz oh not they were I, both pretty good actually not that i like dislike adam paul i just don't like you dissing at dame wayne jr to praise him hey the sins of the father man that's all i'm saying um speaking of the sins of the father uh, I was just thinking. Um, we we should do Hollywood Shuffle at some point. I, I love that with Damon Wayans, but yeah, I, it's weird that we it haven't has, done that. It has something to do with Damon Wayans in that I'm going to get you suckers. Come came out, I think soon, not soon, but a couple years after that, and it's kind of kind of the uh, same thing, yeah. Not the same thing, but I feel like it wouldn't have existed, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of Robert Townsend kind of disappeared. Yeah, I mean, that's too bad because he was a funny dude, like a funny in a, a very, very subtle way, very subtle, very quiet, quiet way. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you know he took that Hollywood shuffle money and just fucking bought an island, dude. That movie was not popular, I don't think, or not a hit. I, I think it, it was, was popular. popular. I think it's like yeah. a cult. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do that. Just got to find. Some, I don't want to do it. Against, I gotta, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Um, no, that, that, well, you could do White Girls, like a more modern Wayne's Brother movie. White Girls. Yep. I just said it. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't hear you. That'll be good. Um, oh my God, can you even imagine? Although, I don't know. I, I guess we should see some more shitty moves. I. I did send you guys a partial list of shitty movies I have uh, on my hard drive, you and Michael Morris, so we can do another one of those. Uh, I thought Michael Morris, you and I were doing rom-coms. 
Oh, yeah, we got to do that, too. That would be good. I just don't know. I don't know what rom-coms to do. I mean, I feel like we almost have to do When Harry Met Sally versus something, and I don't know if I can take that much Billy Crystal. <laughs> I don't know. What was what was last year's best romantic comedy? Uh, Spider-Man. Homecoming. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about the, the film set in Brooklyn. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know who... I don't know who is... The, the big sick. Oh yeah, that's true. That's well, that's actually a, a good one. So it is a romantic comedy, though. Yeah, that would make up for uh, having to watch When Harry Met Sally, I guess. But I I think we got to do like we got to do like hardcore romantic comedies. Like that's kind of more it it's a little defies the genre a bit. Um, you know, I'm thinking like okay, Love well, Actually or something, which I have not seen. We could do Reese Witherspoon did a romantic comedy last year called home again which i'm sure is everything you're looking for yeah that sounds good i mean good in quotes i'm just i'm just looking for something recent if you, i mean we can do when harry met sally because that's kind of either when harry met sally or sleepless in seattle because they're kind of the they're the same thing and at least tom the, hanks you get instead of billy crystal um but there's like there's like i think there's like different there's there's romantic comedies and then there's genres and stuff inside of romantic comedies like the ones that are really sappy like sleepless in seattle i never really liked but the ones that have like more humor to them i like yeah i mean i guess you could consider high fidelity a romantic comedy you could consider well would you consider about a boy a romantic comedy not really uh that's you consider that yeah that's i don't know about that's also too high quality to be part of the romantic comedy no, things we, I want to do. Oh, okay. But as long as you keep it in the genre, it happened one night is a romantic comedy as well. Well, that, I mean, that's for, like from the black and white times, dude. Roman holiday. Barely color times. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Never. I don't Never. like. I literally don't think I could sit through it. Um, if we could, if we could edit out the Mickey Rooney, if there's a Mickey Rooney edited out version. Oh, I like to watch the version that's all Mickey Rooney. Like, they insert him in every scene. Oh, yeah. They, like, use footage from other films of his, mm-hmm. even, where he's just playing a white dude. But, yeah, it's still repulsive. It's still somehow racist. Yeah. I think that dude was crazy. Was like, like, was he legit crazy after a while, like, in his old age? I saw an interview with him on, I don't know what it was, AMC or TCM, one of those where, you know, that old dude did the interviews with people. Robert Snagadigimi, whatever his name was, uh, and Mickey Rooney was just like off the rails. He was going insane. I remember hearing about his autobiography and him talking about uh, how much tail he got. I think in those terms, it sounded. Wasn't really there something disgusting. about him saying he killed his wives? No, that's Jerry Lee Lewis. Maybe, although maybe, yeah, I don't know. The dude was nuts, and also weird a very weird movie star because he was not attractive uh i guess i mean i don't even know his career that well i guess he probably mostly did comedies early on well i don't know i mean i think they're they're light yeah and he he was a a child actor yes i knew that and yeah he was like the the kind of like good kid you know you know what i mean like the he was the male Shirley Temple. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or the male Judy Garland. Judy, Judy, Judy. Uh, I don't. I didn't know Judy Garland was so young when she did uh, Wizard of Oz. How old was she? I think she was sixteen. Uh, which Jeez. I had thought she was like full grown. Mm-hmm. You know? Me too. I'm shocked to hear she was sixteen. I'm checking your math. Yeah, I could be pulling it out of my ass, but I think I'm correct. Um, she seemed so not a teenager to me. In that, although. Liza Minnelli, I like same thing. I, she probably started out in her teens. I can never. She always seemed like full grown to me as well. And a little bit scary. She's one of those. Like Liza Minnelli is one of those like Robert Goulet, where it's just like so much showbiz in her that I feel like they're not even a real human being. It's it's scary <laughs> to me. Like they have no soul. They're just all showbiz and glitz and like that Vegas style of you know putting on a show those those people are are weird to me they freak me out like they're like uh what was that movie tourist trap man they're like big life-size mannequins i don't feel that way about uh robert goulet oh god scary to me he just seems like a fun dude but i i hear what you're saying yeah i don't i don't know what it is it's it's that like really old school type of smile while you're dancing really big. And, you know, <laughs> I don't think that's old school. Like I, I'll see like, it's, it's no, it's I'll Vegas see, for sure. It's, it's not yeah, that old okay. school. It's, it's like Vegas shows from like, it's probably started in the sixties. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's super creepy. Um, take know, a break? yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. Maybe we can talk about, uh, child, something stars. more modern. Yeah. Oh. All right, we'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation. Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing Steeplechasing, the Reformation Transubstantiation, Bram Stoker's creation The land of the Thracians And right back to the start It's gonna take some time and patience But all the best things We're back. Uh, still no plan for this episode. In case you hadn't I've, caught on, I'm happy to announce that the story from last week about the basketball person—he was fired. Oh, well, he he resigned, and he sent out a press. He release was fired. That, just, I mean, basically, <laughs> he sent out a press release that just just totally uh, drove the bus over his wife in just like most ridiculous manner possible. Dude, you you already ruined your career. Now you want to ruin <laughs> your marriage? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was your wife posting all that shit about that was self-aggrandizing about you. Jesus. You know, you know, you used your wife's phone, motherfucker. Own up to it. God damn. Well, that's no good. proof. There's, there's like a, a the the team had a, a a lawyer, not lawyer, a law firm, investigate the 
like the whole the claims and everything and they they had no evidence that he was the one that posted but it's patently patently clear that he gave the information that was posted so yeah <laughs> i love things like that because people will say well no they said he didn't post well no they just said there's no evidence that he posted that's not the same thing <laughs> yeah oh god uh, well i don't want to blow up your uh recommendation but i will ask have you seen the mr rogers movie yet not yet, no. Okay, Have so you? that won't be... No, I haven't, but I really want to see it. Yeah, I can't wait. And I hear looks... good things about this Hereditary movie, too. With Tony yeah, that's Collette. the two, two two movies I want to see. I'll probably see in the next couple of weeks, but those movies I know... Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, we are both big fans of Tony Collette. We should ask her to yep. come on the podcast. Yeah, and she'll immediately come on because she is not a internationally famous movie star. No, not at all. And uh, I've never heard her on a podcast, so that leads me to think just nobody's asked her. Incredibles 2 also comes out this week, and I'm going to be seeing it. I've, I've mentioned it before. I know people have don't agree, but uh, I really saw a huge libertarian me- message in that original Incredibles that that bo- has bothered me ever, ever since I saw it. So I, eh, I had a bit of a problem with that one. Maybe the new one won't have that message. Maybe you'll have a Trumpian message. <laughs> it's uh, it's set seconds after the last one, which is something you can do with animation because no one ages. And you won't ever die. I wonder what's going to happen when one of the Simpsons' main voices dies. I mean, uh, you don't you don't think Mrs. Krabappel was a main voice? Oh, that's true. Well, but she only did Mrs. Krabappel. Like Hank Azaria, if he or Harry Shearer, if they go, it's going to be a lot harder to fill all those voices it took way way too long for Hank Azaria to say anything even close to admitting that Apu was about a poo yeah yes yeah I get it I get it when it came out it really it it was racially Look, offensive but it was not something that people really gave two thoughts about but they do now so maybe reevaluate how things are this when a show's on for this long it's it's something that is possible to do but yeah, uh, culture changes over a period of 30 years, and maybe, yep. you know, try to keep up with that. Yeah, they did you see the documentary? That dude made a documentary about it. No, but that's what, I didn't watch it, but I know that's, that's where what spurred all the whole, from. yeah, yeah. Well, even on The Simpsons, they addressed it in a pretty yeah, shitty way. Yeah, that was way. the worst. Yeah. That was the worst. I didn't see it, I just read about it, but yeah. Uh, I didn't, I have not watched The Simpsons, and I used to not be able to say this because I still watch it all the time, but I have not watched The Simpsons in five years. Yeah, I don't, we just don't watch it. I've, I've caught an episode here and there, and it was, it, you know, it didn't impress me. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it, and I I think it's probably still a good show where there's a gem here and there every season, but it's just, yeah, I don't need to f- find the gems. Yeah, TV, you know, it's like the culture, you know, you got to make, you gotta make room for new voices, Simpsons. Like Kevin can wait. I, Come on. I, no, I no, I don't want it to go off the air. I, I I'm fine with it being on. I'm, I'm I'd rather have that on than Kevin can wait. But um, I forget what was I forget what my point of that was. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> uh, speaking of shows we hate, it, I think Big Bang Theory is coming up on its last season, right? Really? I've not heard of that. Oh shit! I was hoping maybe it was just a beautiful dream I had. I don't hate it as much as you. I want to make that clear. It is. You know what? It's very misogynistic and You're right, racist in ways. Like, Yeah. No, that's. That well, are it, troubling. 
it does have a misogynistic. I definitely agree with. I've not noticed the racism, so maybe that's just white privilege. Like, is that one character portrayed in a racist? The guy from India is he portrayed in a racist way? Or is there other stuff going on? I be- yeah, I, in my opinion, he he is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's mostly him that I'm thinking of. But um, anyway, who cares? Let's not talk about this dumb show anymore ever again. Well, I, I, just to go, I, I there might be because I have not definitely not seen every episode, not every review. I assume. Oh God, no. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> but I, I have not Penny. seen Penny Penny. Portrayed- portrayed in racist racist ways i've seen his character like made fun of in just in the character but not using like indian stereotypes or something like that but i obviously could have i guess it. yeah i mean it's that's the issue with the show in general is that as we mentioned it doesn't respect its characters at all it just kind of right mocks yeah. them um yeah bazinga i saw i can't believe they have like two catchphrases on that show probably more that i don't even know about but ugh. what's the second one well, the penny, 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 and the. Bazinga. I don't consider that's not that's not a catchphrase. Bazinga is a catchphrase. If we're t- talking seventies terms. Well, true. Um, I saw do that. Think... Oh, so sorry. Go ahead. Do you think any other show that's on and popular now has a catchphrase? No, I can't. I mean, at least not any that I watch. Well, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I mean that's that... true. But I might have seen an episode. <laughs> The, nothing yeah. that I know of in the culture has probably like Rick and Morty. Like I don't know, I'm Pickle Rick. Maybe that's a catchphrase, but <laughs> I guess Good Place has like uh, what's what's her, what she yeah, say? Basic. Yeah, yeah, basic. Yeah. Which is <laughs> that's just funny though. I don't consider that really a catchphrase. It's like it fits her hey, character. A lot of people consider Dynamite funny. I guess that's true, but but that was like used as a catchphrase to get laughs. For her, it's I feel yeah. like it's just something Gets her character laughs. would say. Um, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine doesn't he have a catchphrase? Nine Nine. <laughs> uh, have you watched? Oh, One he Day does have time? title of your sex book, but it's title yeah, of your sex is, tape, which is very funny. It's it's just like the uh, that's what she said from the office. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. Uh, One day at a time. Do you have you watched that? The no, new version the new one I haven't. Yeah, I have to check that out because I've heard pretty good things about it for what it is. Like, it's a definitely a what? Do I, what do we decide? That's it's called a multi-camera camera? sitcom. It's multi-camera. Yeah, yeah. But that that can be a good thing. It's just kind of a throwback. Which, with Norman Lear involved, I mean, you kind of expect that anyway. I, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to yeah. say about Bazinga. I I was like looking at shirts in the Earwolf store and. Uh, they had a comedy bang bang one with Scott Ackerman's face, and it said Bazinga, and it was like red with the like the same kind of logo as the. <laughs> and I was like, "That is awesome!" But I would never wear that because I know too many people would think it was the Sheldon thing. That's like all the the Make America Great hats that are making fun of Make America Great, like Fuck Trump or whatever. Yeah. If you see a person with a hat, a red hat with white lettering, you immediately assume it's about Trump, and you don't read the hat, and you just exactly think they're idiots. Yeah. So don't bother. No. Uh, yeah, I like Make America Great Britain again. That was my favorite. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I was thinking of something in pop culture uh, that totally slipped my mind. I, think I wonder I when Veep been... returns. Oh yeah, last season of Veep. Um, oh, I didn't think I real. I don't think I realized it was last season. Is the guy that created coming back for the last season? I don't think so. Ianucci. And and did you know that there's a spinoff of Blackish called Grunish? called what oh Gronish. yeah it's on like it's actually on hulu but it's on some 
like their their app or something abc app yeah oh it didn't air i didn't know that i don't i don't think it aired no um yeah no haven't seen it not a fan of blackish so they basically followed the cosby show oh yeah with a different world yeah let's hope they uh don't follow it in any other ways i think i think um the problem we've talked about a little but like both Fresh Off the Boat and Blackish, I like what they're trying to do. I just don't think they're good enough shows. Um, mm-hmm. They're not. They're not funny enough to me. Um, and I wish we could get more, more high high quality stuff that was uh, more diverse. But not yet. I mean, Brooklyn Nine Nine's uh, plenty diverse, but you know, it's also an ensemble thing. It's the diverse in the, the on screen characters, but not. Well, I don't know about the writers, but not the creators. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That's true. Yeah, we do need to get more diversity behind the camera. I'm surprised nobody's ever mentioned that before. Um, yeah. What? Oh, uh, bu- 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 oh, wait, You s- never mind. You saw that Avengers movie. I forgot. And Avengers you- Infinity War yeah, Part 1? you said you, were, you couldn't really recommend it. I, I totally no, no, I, it's a good movie. I'd recommend it. Well, you were all bummed out. Because you went with yeah, but that's yeah, yeah. special circumstances. But I, I would recommend it. It was it was well made, very funny in parts movie. It just yeah, it's good. Special circumstances, counselor. So I, from what I, one thing I'm pretty sure of about Avengers: Infinity War, which I have not seen, is that uh, Ant Man and Wasp don't die. That's just a hunch I have. Because there's an Ant Man and Wasp movie coming yeah, out. Yeah, is that, that kind of helps. Yeah. My hunch. Did you see the original Ant Man? Nope, did not. Viv saw it because uh, she went camping with her family, which I declined to go because I hate camping. Uh, and I guess they showed a movie out there and it was Ant-Man. She was like, eh, don't bother. So I didn't. It's because she saw it around a bunch of ants. I, that might be, yeah. It might have added to the terror of the character. I mean, I love Paul Rudd, but uh, not a huge That's... fan of Marvel movies, as you know. What, did you enjoy Ant-Man? Yeah, it was good. It was not great, but good. And Paul Rudd really carried the whole thing, so it made it worth it for me, since I love Paul Rudd. I do remember, like, I kept hearing about them filming in San Francisco and thinking, like, oh, I should go try to find where they're filming and go give Paul Rudd a big smooch. <laughs> you would appreciate it. I I've did. been watching, here and there, re-watching parts of, uh, uh, what's it called, the Hot Wet American Summer, the first day. And that's very funny. Yeah. Wait, that's the one where they replace Paul Rudd, right? With uh, Adam Scott? No. Paul Rudd's never never. Oh, he didn't Paul get Rudd's... replaced. Who did they replace? Bradley... Bradley Cooper. Right, right. Right. But that's not the one. Bradley Cooper's oh. actually in this one. So this was the second one, not the first. Right. Not the third. But yeah, the third is where they replace. The, the first one is the movie where right. it's set. There are adults playing <laughs> teenagers. The second one is ten is was made ten years later, but they're still the it same was the age. Same, like the next day or something, yeah. yeah the day, oh no, the day before. So it's a prequel. Day, oh, and prequel, the, right? And then the last one was ten years later, and it was actually twenty years later. It's funny because like I don't like David Wayne, <laughs> and I you don't no, and I don't find him funny, and I don't like a lot of his stuff. But yeah, Wet Hot American Summers. It's quite good. Did, wait, have you been listening to the Are You Talking R.E.M. to me? Did you hear the one with David Wayne on it? 
No, did you I, like it? I mean, it was such bullshit. Like his top ten REM songs were all from like the first three albums. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. They they did more. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Something about him really turns me off. But the other guy you like, I can't remember his name. Michael the, Showalter. The, yeah, yeah. Definitely more than yeah. I mean, but I you think, don't especially like him either. He's okay. Um, he doesn't bother me like David Wayne does. I don't know what it is about David Wayne. He seems very robotic to me. Um, he directed The Big Sick. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. With his uh, cut, let us do another take. I, I enjoy Michael Ian Black, uh, of course. Whoa, what is that? I don't understand what that reference was. It's his, him being a robot. Um <laughs> I, Michael Ian Black, uh, of course, Joe Latrulio, and uh, what the fuck's his name, dude? Oh my god. Yeah. Party Down Veronica Mars, dude. Party Down Veronica Mars. Adam Scott? No, no, no. The the dude from the state. Oh my god. Oh, oh, the David. What's his name? I, I know. It's not David. Talking. Yeah. But, well, it's, fuck. It's Ken? Ken Marino. Yeah, Ken Marino. Yeah. I think they're all great. Amy Poehler's great. She wasn't in the state. Oh, I thought we were talking about what, how, what American Summer Test. Oh, no, I was just talking the state people. I see. Um, never really got into the state. I think it was after my time a little. I was more like Kids in the Hall, dude. But did you ever watch that show, The State? Yeah. No, I didn't come across these guys until later. Yeah. Michael Ian Black. Uh, well, I met. I did meet him, so. Did you? How? I, well, kind of. He played for me in Doug Loves Movies way back in the day. Oh, that's so neat. Yeah. He won you a lot of money? Uh, he lost. Yeah. But it was still cool. That was back when... That was at an early sketch fest when it was um, Comedy Bang Bang and Doug Loves Movies on one show. And I think it was called still called Comedy Death Ray back then. That's awesome. Yeah. And now... It's Comedy Bang Bang never comes to Sketchfest. I assume because they would, it would just be too, they would need too big of a venue to do it. They get pretty big things there, though. Maybe yeah. he just doesn't feel like traveling with Comedy Bang Bang. He, he comes for other stuff, doesn't he, Ackerman? Not really, no. For, well, oh, he okay. did do, he did come for the tribute to the Comedy Bang Bang TV show, which we went to. Um, <laughs> That's funny because you never even watched the TV show. I know I have watched it. Uh, I, oh, okay. I don't love it, but you know I I appreciate what he's trying to do. Well, tried to do. Tried to do. Yeah. It's dead now. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, you got any, You've been listening to any new podcast or anything? I found one. I haven't listened to it yet, but it's the. Brothers from Pete and Pete have a podcast. So I heard I'm, about that. It's like, on oh, the check it out. I think it's on the same network as Last Podcast on the Left, right? Possibly. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I can't. This is a. I gave up on Last Podcast on the Left. They annoy me too much. I know it's a really? popular podcast, but yeah. I like it. I like those guys. Um, but it's it, that Pete and Pete podcast has has existed for a long time, but it's just I think it moved to an actual network, so it's, it's probably got a little more advertising and stuff because yeah i just i just found it yeah it. like going through itunes podcasts and i was like oh shit i think it it might have even been under new and noteworthy so i don't know but i don't know um that's a show i really loved pete and pete yeah 
Yeah, sure. you're much, much too old for it. But yeah, I, I was. It. I thought it was great, though. I mean, I had. Well, kids. we both loved it because that Chris Elliott. Well, I didn't <laughs> have an excuse. It also had Michael Stipe and. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Marshall Crenshaw. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a cool ass show, man. They did that at Sketchfest too, a tribute to Pete and Pete, which I didn't get tickets for, and I also didn't get tickets for the Freaks and Geeks one, which I would have loved to see. But that was all this year. No, no, this is all years ago. Oh. Um, this, this last year it was a Twin Peaks tribute, but it was too pricey. And like Kyle MacLachlan and David Lynch weren't there, so I'm like, eh. Laura Dern wasn't there. Oh, forget it. Yeah, it was. It was well, really, if, if if David Lynch isn't there, is it really a podcast about? I mean, I'm sorry, a uh, a, a show tribute. about? Twin yeah. Peaks. <laughs> uh, you know, David Peaks has this club in uh, Paris. Have we ever talked about that? David Peaks? Did, did I say David Peaks? David Lynch. <laughs> He's in partnership with David Peaks. Uh, no, I did not know that yeah. they had a... It's like for a... artists only, and like, you know, so you have to be a member, but then after midnight, it opens up to the public. Um, huh. And I wanted to go last time we were in Paris. Viv wasn't really down. I, I was also like, yeah, I don't... I mean, how awesome could it be you have to go after midnight. I don't know. I'm too old for that shit. Is that why she didn't want to go, or she just didn't have any? I don't think she either. had any interest in being <laughs> a David Lynch club. Um, you haven't watched Twin. Pe- oh man, you gotta get on that too. I watched the first episode. I well, yeah, we did it for the podcast. I recall, but you gotta watch that and The Wire. I don't think we're ever gonna get through The Wire on this show. It's not fun We've enough. Never... Just doing one episode of The Wire. Oh, man. Sorry. I've enjoyed it. Oh, okay. We'll keep doing it then. All the way through season five. Astonishing Legends was the show I was talking about. I mean, you asked me if I was listening to anything. That was the show I was trying to to remember the name of. It's pretty good. Talks about, like, uh, ghost stories and stuff. I don't know if I've talked about that before, but it's a fun one. I don't think so. Astonishing Legends. So it's kind of like, do they have, it's like a bunch of urban legends and ghost stories and stuff. Yeah, and I think all over the place. I've heard of an episode. The most recent episode was about this, the first temple in the world, and it's like this, this antiquity with all like structures that people that uh, like archaeologists have been studying. And it was found relatively recently, so it's pretty cool. Do they talk about the hippies burning the baby in the microwave? I don't know if they go that far into urban legends. Yeah, it's my favorite because I hate hippies. And babies. And I don't know if it's a Stitcher premiere or not, but Andy Daly podcast pilot project came back, and I listened to the first episode, and it was all what? What? Oh, I thought you said something. I didn't anyway, say I listened a to damn the, thing. It was I listened to the first episode, and it was all about uh, they, <laughs> his character, the the cowboy poet. That he wanted to create a podcast that talked about Bonanza, and it was really really funny. I think it's Stitcher premium only now, and it's going to come out. Um, Later, for free. Okay. Which I I wonder if they're doing with like freedom and stuff too. I don't know, but it's worth when it comes out for uh, later. It's worth listening to. I didn't like the original po- podcast pilot project he did, but I do like this a lot. And I don't know what the difference is, but there is a s- subtle one. Maybe he's got more time now that he's done with all his various TV shows to do it right now. Um, or maybe it's because it's premium and they're getting paid. Right here, right now. Watching the world wake up from history? What? What is right here, right now? 
I don't know. I was just, I thought you were singing. I mean, that is, this is my singing voice right now, but no, I wasn't actually singing. Uh, I don't know. Are we done? I don't have anything. Recommendations, Jason, 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 Jason. Yeah, go. I think I'm going to recommend a comic book. I don't know when it, when it came out. It's from, what's his name? Uh, Greg Rucka, Rucka, I think. Have you heard of him? The name sounds familiar. It's called Black Magic, and it's about a witch who is also a police detective. Oh, it came out in 2015, and the. the oh, that's actually good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've 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 read the first like two or three issues, and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I've seen it. I just didn't. I didn't know. It didn't seem like something I'd be into, but you never know what. Oh, that's good to know. Oh, you here we again. We have the critic weighing in. <laughs> that's it for you. Mm-hmm. All right, I will recommend a show on Hubbo called Wyatt Snacks Problem Areas. Uh, I've heard good things. It's it's not a straight up comedy. Like every episode, they, he he does like little bits on issues, but every episode focuses mainly on policing in america so it can be pretty depressing but he like talks to a lot of experts and stuff too um but yeah very interesting very socially conscious show and he is funny you know why it's not so it works is he is his background as a stand-up or is he an actor i don't know uh he doesn't really go into it on the series so i didn't think to look at it i imagine his background has to start in comedy because right but it could be start like he wrote for a sitcom or something i just wasn't sure yeah yeah i don't know um because he came from daily show i mean that's where he right. got famous first so just wasn't sure you know it could have come from improv or whatever anyway he's very funny and he's very thoughtful as well so yeah i should watch that i think i'll probably enjoy it and uh i was i don't know i didn't look into it uh, a ton but i guess on the last um this week with John Oliver, is that what it's called? He he talked about, uh, oh, God, what was it? Was it like Argentina or something? And I guess he had a lot of, no, Venezuela, sorry. Why am I thinking Argentina? Because um, I'm racist. He had a lot of facts wrong, apparently. And uh, Wow. Yeah. And somebody made like a an answer video to it um, saying he was giving like progressive people the wrong idea about something. So. That, I want to look at, at that, at both of them, and see what I think. Anyway, huh. He I'm produces Wyatt's an act show. He usually gets his, his stuff right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's British. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com for any reason whatsoever, especially if you need to fact check with us, because usually we are right on the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, like us on Facebook. It is very, very highly on iTunes. And most importantly... Tell your friends to listen. Tell you, I mean, you know what? I will say this even. Your friends don't even have to listen. Tell your friends to write a nice review. Yep, that would be good too. That's, but they should listen too. That's all we care about. I mean, you know, do what you feel, but yeah. Really, I mean, if you tell them to listen, when they're finished listening, we'll be telling them to write a review. So basically by telling them to listen, you're telling them to write a review. If that's you want to skip true. the middleman, that's on you. Yeah, I mean, we know you your fast-paced, busy lives. Got to watch all your Netflix binging. It's hard, but, uh, you know, listen to it when you're going to sleep. 
you'll have beautiful, beautiful nightmares. And with that, next week, let's see if we can do this music one. But I'm not promising shit. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.